The night may be long and the dark may be deep, but the answers are there to be found. Whether it's the normal, the abnormal, or the paranormal, you're in the right place. Let's go beyond reality. I'm always uh, really excited for the first Thursday of every month. This is the not only the first Thursday of January, but it's the first but Thursday of 2019. Yeah, yeah, of this of the year. This Amazing. is pretty exciting. Amazing. So, so Rebecca Foster, who will be doing readings with Rebecca tonight, will be extra on her game tonight because it's the first Thursday of the year. And I'm actually going to be here tonight. I haven't been here like the last two times I think she's been on. I know. You know she's a little little worried about that. You well, she that. should be. She deserves it. No. no, no. no and, it, and of course, if you've heard heard Rebecca's uh, shows previously, you know that she has a tendency to walk on Jason vocally. Uh, you know, you both start talking. Totally she just, stomp yeah, on she's me. stomping all over you without right regard for anything you have to say. No, it's, I mean, no common courtesy. Yeah, no, and, nothing. It, it's really a tragedy. It's but, the Rebecca um, and Jim show. <laughs> yeah. no, I don't say anything. I just, just sit here quietly. <laughs> yeah, you sit there because you don't want to be stubborn. I don't no, want to. I don't want to be involved either way. No, I, I love Rebecca. She's awesome. We have a great show coming up for you tonight. Of course, it will be readings with Rebecca, and we are are going to start taking your calls immediately at eight four four six eight seven seven six six nine. If you want to have a reading from Rebecca Foster tonight, um, also you should know that tomorrow night is a best of program, as every Friday is. Next week, Mar- next week, Mark help. Albert will be with us on Monday night to talk about his books. And then Tuesday, we've got a pretty interesting show coming up. We've got Randall Sullivan on, writer uh, of the legendary treasure on Oak Island. So we're going to be really talking about a lot of that, about pretty much the searches that have been going on for over 200 years, the rumored reward, and what's possibly at the bottom of this money pit. And just how many millions of dollars and decades of effort have really gone into this. And is it really, I mean, where, where does it come to a point where you've overspent what, right, what the treasure the, the worth is of what you find. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the whole, if you're you watching... You don't spend 10 bucks to find a penny. Right, if you're, if you're watching the program, you, you know right now they're trying to excavate Smith's Cove, and they've built a, um, a coffer dam to keep the ocean water out, and that alone, that, pro, that project, just this season, that one project in that one area on the island is over a million-dollar investment. So these guys yeah. have invested multi-millions of dollars, and... And you wonder if they I'm actually sure find something. Helped a little bit on that. Well, I'm sure that's the case. But either way, the money has been spent, and oh, I, you, you wonder what's you know if they find it, if it's going to be um, you know have that kind of value. Now, if it's the Ark of the Covenant or the Holy Grail or one of these deals, obviously you can't put a number on it. But man, um, if it's a, you know just one treasure chest with a bunch of uh, jewels in it, it's going to be tough to match the amount of money that's been spent to uh, find it. Yeah, that would, probably wouldn't. I don't know. We'll have to see what happens, though. I'm anxious to hear what uh, what Randall has to say because he's been following this thing for a long time. Oh, good. I, I'm excited about it as well. Hey, if you haven't yet, make sure you head over to facebook.com slash beyondrealityradio. Like that Facebook page for us. Then head to beyondrealityradio.com where you can find all the stations we are on across the country. You can also download the smartphone apps, which will allow you to listen live, catch past shows, and more. Or just any night we're live, just click the Listen Live tab, and you can listen right there from the website uh, while uh, browsing the rest of the uh, the web. If you download the show from iTunes or anywhere else, just take two seconds of your time and just rate it for us because it helps push the show forward and makes it easier for people to find. And that's what it's all about, trying to get the word out. Um, J- JV, you and I have talked about, well, I brought up that, that whole mysterious thing that's been going on uh, in British Columbia and Washington with uh, those human feet that have been showing up on shore, right? Yeah, has it just been feet or has it been other body parts? I know well, th- I know there's been feet. Well, I can tell you, they found another foot. Hey. 
They found another foot. All right, so mysterious uh, mystery surrounding severed feet that keep on washing up on shore on the Pacific Northwest was renewed this week when yet another bizarre body part was found along a beach in Washington State. The discovery was reportedly made by beachgoers visiting a site known as Jetty Island on Tuesday afternoon. They promptly called the police who arrived on the scene to collect the work boot, which still contained the foot of its owner. Yeah, you heard that right. Man. You know, I, I, I think he's going to need that. I, well, it's kind of hard to get around without it. Um, I just, you know, you wonder is this is this a mob deal? Is this a some some guy that was working on a ship somewhere and, and you know got his foot tangled in a rope and got pulled off by a wave? You know, one of those things. You know, one of those ships that shows up with and the and the crew is completely gone. Uh, you know, where does this thing fall? See, authorities are still waiting for official confirmation from a medical examiner as whether it's a real human foot. But most likely, it's a safe bet to say that it is, since this is far from the first time uh, that these body parts have been floating up on shore. Uh, the odd phenomenon began back, began back in twenty seven uh, two thousand seven when two right feet were found over the course of a week on a beach in British Columbia. Wasn't it Wasn't it two right feet that invented the airplane? No, it's two right brothers. Two okay. right brothers. Close, though. Yeah, close. But uh, since that time, a steady wave of severed body parts turning up on beaches in the area. Uh, to, date, to date, Jim, 14 severed feet have been recovered on beaches in British Columbia and Washington. This is the sixth to be found. Uh, well, yeah, this is the sixth to be found in America. I don't. I don't even know. I mean, have they DNA tested these things to figure out like what the maybe the origin of the folks are? Have they tried to compare them to missing people? I'm sure I'm really trying curious. to keep some of that private. Yeah, uh, probably just because, yeah, of course, because they don't know. This could be a serial killer. This could be something else, or somebody with a foot fetish. I mean, I mean it could be anything. If you ever watch the show Dexter, uh-huh. I mean, geez, that's he threw he threw all the bodies over, right? So yeah, hey, there's a lot of craziness out there. Let's let's hope that they find some answers. Yeah, I mean, um, there, you know, there are times when, um, you know, I think I smell feet and, you know, then wonder if there's like, you know, feet kicking around or then I realize it's the dog. Just a random foot in the corner. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't oh, Somebody know. left their foot here. <laughs> so I don't know how that goes. But hey, and also on, on uh, another news is China has accomplished yeah. a historic feat yeah. yesterday. Speaking they, of feet, yeah. Yeah, speaking of feet, uh, dun, dun, um, when they became the first nation to land a craft on the far side of the moon. Well, China has said that it wants to now um, be the dominant nation in space, and they've made some real efforts and real strides to get there, and this is one uh, thing in, in that progress. is one rung in the ladder. Um, you know, we need to pay attention to this stuff. Well, and they, and let's just be honest, they're incredible with taking electronics and, and well, just copying them, but also bringing them down into a smaller format and making them cheap. And, uh, I think, I guess getting to the dark side of the moon only cost them like $14 and 73 cents. <laughs> if they could do that for 14 bucks, <laughs> but, sign me up. <laughs> but no, they did. They made it to the dark side of the moon. So they've got multiple cameras as well as, as spectrometers and other devices designed to measure various conditions on the moon, such as temperature, uh, chemical composition of the ground, and uh, radio telescopes. They've also brought plants up there to see it, to see how quickly it, they well, die because they well, won't. Last. I mean, they, I don't think they took them out of it, out of it, but uh, <laughs> see how they grow while located mm-hmm. on the lunar surface. Mm-hmm. Because God knows, I mean, you know, the, moon, the moon has some real fertile ground up there. You know, there, right? there's some, there, there are people who will come on the program, we've had several of them, and who, who will say that uh, the, the American moon landings were a hoax. 
So um, I'm curious as to what those th- people think about this. Now, this isn't putting men on the moon. This is putting a a uh, kind of a probe lander on the moon, which is a little bit different. Uh, however, I'm curious as to what they what those folks would say about this particular landing, if it's real or if it's just a uh, you know some PR stunt. Well, I mean, and China's really pushing to uh, to just become a, a space a space force out there. And uh, the fact of the matter is, of course, this challenges what america but we're we're so far ahead in that as it is right now um but of course i mean well i'm not sure we're coming out with that that space force i'm not sure we are that's the problem i think that um, we've rested on our laurels for a very very long time and if we don't start becoming serious about uh, looking at this technology and trying to uh, accomplish some of these things well the chinese will catch up they've got money they've got but discipline. they just hit the moon though and don't we don't we have a yeah uh, no it's actual, true but, uh, but satellite that actually just left our our solar system yeah we absolutely do but um if they're serious about it you know they i mean we're using chinese rockets to put our satellites in space at this point absolutely you know until well, space and time and half the time we gotta actually uh hitchhike a ride What's to, a ride? to the uh to the, the space, space station. Center. Exactly. So we need to pay attention to this stuff. I mean, this is part of uh, you know a, a national focus that I think we need. We've been ignoring for too long. And and for those of you who say, well, what's it worth? You know, spending billions of dollars to explore space. Well, when we spent those billions of dollars in the '60s, not only did we explore space, but we developed technologies that we all take for granted today. Things that you know help us in our daily lives. Computers are just one of those things. Well, let's be honest. I mean, the way technology is going. The- these days it's it's terrifying to think of the damage that could be caused here on this earth i think you need to explore space you need to try to make sure that you know nothing's going to happen here but you need to explore space for a possible the possibility of the future of us having to leave here you know sucking all the resources out out of this planet well, what did we say yesterday that uh, that the female nostradamus had predicted oh, yeah. by 20 what, whatever 50 whatever yeah. whatever it was will will have a colon a nuclearized colony on mars that will declare its independence independence from earth yeah and so. then and then shortly after human immortality but then after that earth will be right so it's destroyed and human <laughs> immortality kind of sucks at that point unless you're off this planet right all right so um well with the universe does the planet no it does guess it won't matter which planet it is at that point um we are going to continue to take your phone calls so if you're interested in getting a reading from rebecca tonight you need to call now at 844-687-7669 just remember the phone's will be busy you will get a lot of busy signals but just continue to try and hopefully you can eventually get through all right we're going to take a break and come back with our guest rebecca foster you listen to jason and jv beyond reality radio we'll be back after this hey gang jv here you know that great nutrition can lead to a great life healthy happy rewarding but that nutrition simply cannot be found in the foods we eat alone Take a minute and assess your health, the way you feel, the way your family feels, the way your kids feel. Health is more than just feeling well. It's also making sure you have a strong immune system, especially in these trying times. Vitamins aren't enough alone. In fact, they have to be the right vitamins, the right supplements made from the most effective ingredients. Otherwise, they don't do the job. It makes the world of a difference. There's a new website you can visit that'll help you navigate these ideas and guide you to better health. There's no obligation. Just visit MyHealthRocksNow.com. That's MyHealthRocksNow.com and start feeling better today. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The first Thursday of the month means it's Readings with Rebecca tonight. Yes, it does. And it's always always a great time. Rebecca, you with us? I am with you guys. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Good. All right. I, 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 Rebecca, I've always got to ask you this because you have um, your, your calendar is always completely full. Um, yes. And uh, we only have a couple minutes here before we have to jump to the next break. But uh, what have you been up to since you've been on the program a month ago? Um, well, I dazed out from like a week before Christmas until just a couple of days ago. So that was at least two weeks of complete. I have no idea. I lost track of time, but, um, I know I've been working on booking events and, um, just trying to get my calendar scheduled throughout the new year now, because everything's, it's like, everything just seems to compile so quickly and, um, I, I, I don't know. It's just been busy like tonight and then tomorrow night I have a private gallery on YouTube. Um, and I'm working with American Legion in January as well and doing some work for them, but also doing galleries with the, um, the vets there. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm on. just trying to fill the calendar. Yeah. And, and you do that and you do that rather well. Um, a couple of things. One is, uh, as people call in tonight and you do readings for them, what do you need to hear from them before you start? We put them on the air. What do you need? You know what? Just just for somebody to just say hi. That's really all I need. And um, I guess for people to understand that those have not heard what we do you know, I'm not going to step on Jason tonight. I'm going to work really hard to keep my. No, yeah, that's fine. Going. That's fine. Well, uh, yeah. See, Jimmy, just tone you down. I'll just talk right over you. That's good. We got it all worked out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we have a plan. <laughs> um, when, after people get a reading, or if people are listening don't get through, or they want more information or whatever, what's the best way for them to follow up with you? They can go to my site, RebeccaFoster.co. Email me there. They can find me on Facebook. It's it's easy. I'm pretty much. I'm findable via social media. So one way or another, my website or social media, Twitter, anywhere here right. on your page, people can locate me too. All right. You're, you're, you're found all over the place. I know you have like 87 websites, so that should be pretty easy to find. It. <laughs> Listen, we have, we have three minutes here. Let's try to sneak a call in first here. This is Joe from Indiana. Joe's a good listener to the program. Hey, Joe, welcome. Hey, how's everybody doing tonight? Good. Welcome to the show. Hey, uh, Hi, Joe. How are you? Don't fine, answer that. Okay. Um, so, Joe, the first thing that I see for you is that you look like you are walking up a set of stairs that it's almost like a set of basement stairs where it's dark and, you know, it, it's the creepy kind of behind where uh, it's dark. It's a basement. And you're walking up the steps, and I can see from where I am standing that the light is on in the doorway is open at the top and you are very focused on looking up. You're not looking behind you. You are not looking at what might be behind you. You're not even paying attention to me and my energy. And so this, this is very, 
I guess well, a lot of times clothes and what people are wearing will make um, some kind of a point, but for you, what you're, you looks like you're wearing like cowboy boots and a pair of blue jeans and some kind of a plaid or a striped shirt. And you're walking up the stairs, your right hand is to your side, you're holding onto the rail as you go up with your left hand and you're focused on looking up. So it's a regular flight of steps. So how many ever that, that would be like nine or 10, maybe more. And you're halfway up. So this is showing a point. Most basements, especially the one that I'm looking at here, um, they're darker and um, they're old. This basement is old. So this is telling you that one, you are moving up, you're halfway through a point or through a transition of getting away from something that has been holding you back. This could have been very much, it feels more relationship or personal than it does business related. And that you're halfway to the point of finally focusing on getting out of this depth or getting out of the transition of moving away from what has been holding you back. And this is a positive thing because you're, like I said, you're hanging on with your left hand, which means you're being more rational. You're being more thoughtful rather than allowing, rather your, than emotions allowing your emotions to drive or guide you. There's more of a thoughtful, critical thinking process here where it's a realistic thing rather than emotional or uh, spiritual. It's You're really trying to um, focus on the earthly perspective of where do you go next? What do you do next? And this is positive. The only thing is that you're wearing those boots and any kind of shoes represent the feeling of being held back or restricted. And so I, I can manipulate people when I'm reading, you know, and remove certain things or put something on, but shoes are the one thing I can't take off because this is a mindset. And so you need to focus at some point on seeing something on your feet and repeatedly trying to take them off. And it feels like you just have to say, I need to cut this clean and I need to let go of this. It feels like this is just an attachment that you might be hanging on to for comfort. And once you let go, I will warn you that once you let go of this attachment, that whoever that is, is going to try to whittle their way back into your life because it's almost as if it's a, an ego issue or an ego um, thing uh, of trying to close a deal. Yep. All right, let's go to uh, Susan from Kansas City. Susan, you're on with Rebecca Foster. Hello. Hi, thank you very much. Um, I'd like to speak with Rebecca. I won't take any more time. <laughs> Hi, Susan. Um, well, you've got two things that are coming through for you, Susan. One, you have a gentleman around you that seems to be that you, I don't know if you're sitting in like a, a squishy brown chair or a recliner, but he wants me to acknowledge some kind of a, like a squishy rocker. And, okay. um, rock, but I'm in a brown chair. Okay. And, and he, he's with you. And then what he is trying to say, the second message that he is telling is that there are some, um, you must be shorter. You must be a petite person. Uh, and the yes. reason I say that is because he's saying that these these blocks that have been placed in front of you recently have been like more of stumbling blocks than just little things to step over. And he's saying that everyone that is placed in front of you has a lesson, but it's wearing on you and it's exhausting. And that it's kind of instead of feeling like, woohoo, I just um, overcame something or I have achieved something, each block that's placed in front of you to get over is, is bringing you down more. And it's upsetting him because he wants to see this firecracker that he knows. And, um, and it just, it's almost like he, when you're talking to yourself, he's trying to convey the message 
of like to stop talking down to yourself. He wants you to stop telling yourself that you can't do this or you can't accomplish that. He wants you to start lifting yourself up and, and, and the, the answers to why, because he's saying, because you ask questions like why, why? And there's, there's several answers, um, and I don't want to be vague, and I know I don't have much time, but it just it's kind of to summarize those several answers is that, one, everything has its time and its place, and that it's not just happening. Things are not just happening to you. Um, he's saying not to worry about the money. He's saying don't worry about the money. Don't worry about it. It's it's okay. And then something about having to, um, I don't know if it's a bill or something that's due to uh, to close something, like a doorway closing on something. And he is saying that the the deadline or the door closing on something is going to be met, and everything's going to be okay with that, and that you are capable. Like it's almost as if you keep asking yourself, well, how am I going to do this? I don't know if you have a disability or if there is a difficult, like you have a difficult time getting around, but he's saying that it's going to, it's going to be okay, that it's all going to work out to kind of lift your spirits. Okay. Does that help Susan? Yes, it did. Thank you very much. Great. Thank you very much for the phone call. Uh, Let's continue and go to Stephanie. I think it's Stephanie, although it's not spelled that way in Washington. Is your name Stephanie by any chance? Yes, it's Stephanie. Because it's spelled Stephine in my uh, notes here. But hi, Stephanie. You're on with Rebecca. Hi. Hi, Stephanie. How are you? Um, Good. You know, it's I'm walking behind your energy. So you are on a pathway. I'm walking behind you. And like me, you're eating something. I don't know what it is, but you're eating something. And I can smell it. It's sweet. It's it almost has like a sugary smell to it, like cotton candy. So um, you're walking ahead of me. You're barefoot. Your right hand. You're eating something. The pathway is very defined. Like I can I can see very well. This is a straight path. There are no exits, so there is no distraction. There's nothing that is going to try to pull you off into a different direction. And so first off, before we run out of time, barefoot means nothing is holding you back right now, that anything that you try to achieve, you can do that right now. And people and situations are not going to stand in your way. They're not going to say, Stephanie, you can't do that. You're going to be able to say, I want to do that. And I'm going to make it happen. Those are the, those are the basics of this path right now. There's nothing on the ground. It feels almost like a squishy, soft sand that you're walking on. You have capri pants in it, so the clothes don't really matter. But you're eating um, this this sugary thing, this candy of some kind. So, and you're humming. You're very um, confident in the way you're walking, almost like, okay, I've got my walk down. I know where I'm going. And I can't see anything ahead. So this also tells me that you would have had a, the last, I would, I would want to say like maybe the last two to three years would have been a difficult, a difficult walk. Um, you would have had a lot to tie off. And so that last two to three years would have just culminated, manifested, and you would have tied it off. And so this represents this brand new fresh walk 
that you kind of have an extra step, an extra bounce in your step, the way you're walking, because you don't have all of this extra weight behind you and you're not carrying these extra burdens. Um, this, the fact that I can't see anything in front of you also says that um, you are writing things right now. So all good or bad has your signature on it. So be careful of what you do because it, you're going to have to take responsibility for most of the things that happen. Well, everything really, but they're just saying be careful in how you choose right now because it, you are pretty much writing it all as you go. Interesting. Okay. For me, that's interesting because most of the time I can see the things in the future. I can see the pinpoint, but for you, it's very dark. So it's basically saying that as you make your choices right now, it's like a free will thing going on. And um, although you have a contract, you may even feel like you're in a bit of limbo. So, Stephanie, are you from Washington, D.C. or Washington State? Washington State. All right. Well, we find any, find any feet recently? <laughs> any feet washing up on the shore? <laughs> I mean, geez, okay. What? I'm right near the ocean, so, you know, it may happen. Yeah, keep an eye out. <laughs> I mean, they, they found yeah, about six of them in that area so far. So, thanks so much for the phone call, Stephanie. We appreciate it. Uh, Rebecca, a lot of times when we have people on the program that do readings for folks, they say, okay, we want you to ask a question, and then they respond to the question. How is it and why is it that you don't ask, don't wait for the uh, caller to ask a question? What are you reading? I don't, I don't want to know what they want to know. I want to answer their questions before they ask them. And I, you know, I want to be that person that they don't have an explanation for is how I do what I do. And so I don't want to be led into a person wanting to talk to, you know, somebody who's just passed over or that they're losing their job. I don't want to know any of that. And so if it comes through, then it's a true reading. And that's just basically how I've trained myself to do it. I don't want to know anything at but, all. But what so. if what if one of the questions they're they're looking for an answer to isn't something you you actually give them the information on? Well, a lot of times, especially in these short readings that we're doing it's not so much what people want to hear it's what they need to hear to help direct them back on their path or to help guide them with what they're doing and so i'll you know for instance this is very quick it's what you need to know right now it's the most important thing that's what your guides are going to give me if i'm doing a 15 minute reading for someone it's a compact reading so i will ask them do you have a general area do you want me to focus more on the spiritual things or do you want me to focus on earth which involves like money finance career relationships health and so it gives me an idea where to focus my energy otherwise i'll just go lallygag and wander around their energy and um take my time but in a when it comes down to something like that i i would prefer to make sure that it's worth a person's while do they want earth or do they want spirit um, this is just fun. This is just what people don't expect sometimes. And once again, if you're trying to get through or you want to know how to get through, the number is 844-687-7669. Let's go to uh, Chris, who's calling from somewhere in New York. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the program. Hi. Happy New Year. Thank you. Hey, happy New Year. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Chris. Okay, so... You know, it's funny. People must be really worried about money because I, I, I'm not sure why, but it's one of the things that keeps coming through where I'm hearing, don't worry about money and don't worry about finances. And that's so funny because it's real money is it's something we need, but it's just um, 
I don't know. It's it's funny for it to be coming through so strongly that people would be worried about it. So I'm kind of pulling that back as I don't I don't want to talk about I mean, yeah, they're just telling you not to worry about it, but I don't think that's one of the bigger things. It may be something that you are worried about. The next thing that they're talking about is travel, and they're telling you telling me to tell you that don't turn down the opportunity to go somewhere or to travel, which you may do. You may say I can't because I don't have the money or I shouldn't because I don't have don't do that. They're saying that you need to try to plan some form of travel that also feels like there's a daughter or young female around you that would be involved with this as well. And then it also is saying that you've got a baby girl that's going to be coming into your life. So um, this would be a child that maybe you don't know is somebody's pregnant around you right now, but there's a baby girl that's going to be coming down. There's an an aunt. I think this is an aunt with an F. I don't know if it's like a, a Flo or Francis or something, but it sounds like an F. And... Um, going to be releasing a child from the shoots pretty soon. So there's a female around you, young female around you, who's going to be having a baby girl. So I don't know if she knows she's pregnant already. Is there like a J, a J sound around you that um, I'm supposed to acknowledge? But a lot of, it sounds like a lot of blessings and just you like not, not worrying, having faith and trusting and, and kind of going with the flow. Um, it's, it looks like there are going to be so many places. I'm, I'm looking at everything going, well, she really doesn't have anything to worry about. I, they're just saying, don't worry. Play it by ear. Enjoy your time. And then you're going to have enough that it's going to reground you with this child around you, or the, this joy that's going to be coming with that. It looks like a female, um, excuse me, with a, a brown hair, straight, straight brown hair. Mm-hmm. So... Hopefully that makes some sense to you. And um, I'm looking for anything that's bad, and I don't see it. (laughs) I don't see it. Not that you're boring. Yeah, Chris, that's that's the reading I want to have when I call next time. Yeah, me too. Thank you. (laughs) Well, you just had it, so you're lucky. Thanks for the phone call, Chris. All right, we have to take a phone call. Again, the number's 844, or phone call. We have to take a break. The number's 844-687-7669. Hey gang, JV here. You know that great nutrition can lead to a great life. Healthy, happy, rewarding. But that nutrition simply cannot be found in the foods we eat alone. Take a minute and assess your health, the way you feel, the way your family feels, the way your kids feel. Health is more than just feeling well. It's also making sure you have a strong immune system, especially in these trying times. Vitamins aren't enough alone. In fact, they have to be the right vitamins, the right supplements made from the most effective ingredients. Otherwise, they don't do the job. It makes the world of a difference. There's a new website you can visit that'll help you navigate these ideas and guide you to better health. There's no obligation. Just visit MyHealthRocksNow.com. That's MyHealthRocksNow.com and start feeling better today. And uh, one more time, give out your website because there are always people that can't get through or people that want uh, some more detail if they've had an opportunity to chat with you a little bit. Sure. It's easy. It's RebeccaFoster.co. So it's C-O. just C-O, yeah, not C-O. Not, not com, but C-O. Um, all right, let's go to Sarah. Sarah's in Toronto. Hey, Sarah, welcome to Beyond Reality Radio. You're on with Rebecca. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Happy New Year, everybody. Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you. 
Happy New Year to you, too. Okay, Sarah, so the first thing that your guides are showing you is that you're on a beach. And the beach is basically where I like to go first. Sometimes I don't always make it there. But the beach represents safety, security, and grounding. It represents um, a person's feeling of comfort in what's going on in their life right now. And you are um, standing. You've got like a long uh, duster on so it's just like a, a protection and you've got it kind of closed and you've got your arms closed and you are water to your left you kind of are turned a little bit towards the water looking that direction uh yet you are in your barefoot you're not attempting to go out on the water you're not looking for anything so what this says is that one you are um nothing is holding you back either as far as a person or a situation goes and that there is, at the same time, this feeling of comfort or um, just, maybe that's the right word, comfort, happiness of being on your beach. At the same time, I'm watching you and you're not trying to get out on the water, which would represent like uh, trying to find new opportunities or bring things back to your life that would change or improve or just create more growth it's it's as if i don't want to cause it call it resignation but it's at the, at the same time it's like you're dealing with um a, for instance if somebody loses their spouse and they have this loyalty still of course to their spouse and they're they're not exactly happy yet they don't want to go out and uh, you know, start new things. And it's that kind of a thing, almost as if you're at a stalemate, as if you are just trying to figure out with everything that you've created and built and love and that you've chosen. And there still looks like there's something might be missing. And at the same time, you're not really ready or wanting to go out on the water and experience all of these new opportunities. So you really have to look at things and go, what is it that you want especially just let's like say, say right now, 2019, what is it that you want and what is it that you want to feel and experience and then attempt to paint that picture as to what you have to place in it to make those things happen. And some of them may be uncomfortable, but discomfort a lot of the times creates growth. And so you want to do those things for yourself because there is this beauty around you and it's a it's a really it's a contained bright light let me just put it that way where you would normally attract a lot of people to you right now you're kind of there's this humility about you that you are bringing your lights in so not so much to attract the people to you um, and I'm thinking that needs to shine brighter because there's purpose to that so Sarah for 2019 just think that far ahead that's it and think of how you want your picture to look and then go and get those things. And those resources may already be within your grasp. You don't have to make major changes to do those things. So I hope that makes sense to you. Uh, it does actually. Good. good, Sarah. Good. Okay. That's what we, uh, so what we like to like to hear. And a couple things about that. One is um, sometimes we'll Rebecca will do a reading, and the person she's doing the reading for will not quite understand it at the moment. But then a month later, 
six weeks later or two longer, it doesn't matter. Some time period after that, it will suddenly make sense. And you have to remember that. Rebecca, we don't have time to take a phone call here, but we will take more on the other side of the top of the hour break. We have a whole another hour worth of this. But um, yeah, before we do that, um, one of the things I noticed on your website uh, is that you you actually say on the website, if someone is needs help with the law with some type of law enforcement issue uh 30 seconds what are you talking about there well i've helped quite a few situations where a person has been missing or they've been kidnapped or murdered and i've helped the police to find either the person or the person who did it and um it's been through both the energy of the people who have passed or let's say an animal that witnessed it because i can communicate with animals so if an animal just happens to be standing there while someone's being kidnapped or murdered they will give away a lot of information so that's pretty much how it happens and i i don't do all of them i if i am hit with something i will call the police and give them some information of course they like oh whack job but at the same time i have to do it i'm compelled so I will help whenever somebody comes and asks, and I will also decline if I'm not getting anything that is actually going to help them. I'm really surprised you haven't said anything about the Santa well, I, on I've, my microphone I've here. chosen not to. I've it, seen it, and I just like, you, you kind of do some odd things sometimes. I mean, so <laughs> well, I let it go. Well, I thought it was kind of Christmassy to put him on the yeah, microphone Christmas is like 360 days away now. it's true however when I put put him on here I thought it was kind of a Christmassy thing to do it was kind of cute but then as time went on I realized he looks kind of compromised in the position that he is on this microphone uh, mount um, it's probably not something we want to see Santa uh, actually doing it's kind of an awkward position for him now that I look at it a little more closely yeah, that's definitely an awkward position yeah I gotta give you that yeah. uh, maybe we'll have Slick take a picture of this no, and, you probably shouldn't. And post it on the uh, Facebook page really, so people can you, see what we're talking about. Shouldn't. Yeah, they shouldn't. I mean, <laughs> no, it just it's doesn't. That bad. It doesn't look right. It's it looks like bad. it should be on one of those you know, pay, pay, pay sites. Put yeah, it that way. Right, or, yeah, okay. Well, all right. We'll, 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 we'll give that one some thought. Uh, welcome to the program, everyone. It's Beyond Reality Radio with Jason and JV. And tonight is the first Thursday of January. It's also the first Thursday of 2019. And if anything is true these days, it's the fact that time flies by so fast we're already almost at 2020 i i don't even get it that was a tv show at one point it's all it meant to me yeah it's uh I mean, time has gone by extremely fast and i'm hoping this winter goes by even faster let's get right back to summer yeah well that, maybe that's what it is we're wishing for winter to be gone so fast that we just end up straight to summer and, we, and then summer so quick that we're right back in winter exactly that's i need probably, to live in a place that's summer year-round yeah I'd like to be sick of nice weather at some point in my life. You know, I, I'm, I never get that opportunity in upstate New York. Yeah, I want to be able to deal with snow when I want to deal with snow. Right, exactly. Have complete control over when you have to do that. Um, the phone number, if you want to get involved in our readings tonight with Rebecca Foster, is 844-687-7669. Now, Rebecca, um, you got scolded a little bit there because you were trying to post uh, domain names in the uh, chat, but it wouldn't let you. But I'll let you right now tell people what your website is. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to help Lalanya. She was basically just saying the um, the God's tool that Jason likes to make fun of about God's tool. Oh, it's God. <laughs> it's God's, God's tool? tool. Wait, wait, wait. Tool. Hang on. This is this is yeah. this is new to me. It's so it's God's tool, not God's tool. Right, and you know, oh, it's gotcha. funny. It, it totally means something different. It must be just a Roto-Rooter guy thing because my brother over Christmas, 
he also works for Roto-Rooter, and he was like, so what's with God's stool? And I said, you know, Jason made fun of the same exact thing. It must be like a plumber's thing. It's got to be. I, I think it's just uh, a guy thing in I general. I think it is, too. I, mean, I, saw, I saw the, yeah. I saw the toilet thing. I mean, Jimmy's not, Jimmy's not even a plumber. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's thought the same thing. I didn't thing. play one on TV. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so that, and I, I know that also Groucho Marx has a famous joke uh, where he wrote that Peter O'Toole, uh, has a double phallic name, so you know. There's anytime you start talking about that uh, word, you, you get into that dangerous territory. I, I, we're not trying to make fun of you, Rebecca. It just was pointed oh, out. No, I don't take it as that. All right, well, that's good because you open yourself up for it. So. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right, let's uh, let's go to our f- listeners. We've got a number of them on hold, and if you're trying to get through, be patient because it will take some time to get through. This is Victoria in Wisconsin, a good friend of the program. Hey, Victoria, welcome to the show. Hey guys, happy new year. Hey, happy new year. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, Rebecca. Okay. Um, the, the first thing that I'm seeing for you is a dog that is all like licking your face, like jumping up on you, licking your face. Um, and it's got a, it, it almost re- resembles, um, cause all I'm seeing is the head portion and I'm thinking, wow, that looks like like a, a boxy nose, like a schnauzer or something with the, the fringe that hangs down. But it's all like licking your face. This also looks like it's either a creamy colored or silver. I'm really bad with dog fur. But this is a, this is a, an animal that I'm believing is passed over. And also wants me to talk about a dual colored ball so half and half a two different colored ball and did I don't I don't know if I should be telling you this because I don't know if I'm giving something away but I'm also seeing a ring on your finger like a ring finger um, like an engagement or or something to that effect that I'm supposed I don't know if I'm supposed to tell you that but they're showing it to me, so I'm telling you that. And what they're also with that, what there's okay, let me clarify this. The ring finger shows commitment. And what after they're showing that, the next thing they they place in front of me to explain to you is that there's going to be an offer of commitment or a way that you're going to have to commit yourself to something, but at the same time, you're faced with a choice in your path that's going to ask you to go one way or another and that will actually kind of rub against or cause an issue with a commitment that you would have to make and I'm not I can't tell you what to do all I can do is tell you that you're going to have this opportunity and when it comes to um, those that we commit to either through employment or spouse or relationship family the ones that are meant to be are going to be at the end of the road after you've experienced what is placed in front of you because God does not place things in front of you to say well you have to make a choice between someone you love and something you want He's not, he doesn't do that it's it's uh, those that are meant to be in our life will always find a way to stay. Just the same way as a woman's going to figure out how to buy a $250 purse if she wants it. You know, and that's just the truth. But basically saying there's going to be commitment things and there's going to be opportunities that you're going to want to take because those opportunities may never come again. 
and those that you're committed to will find a way around that are supposed to be. So hopefully that I just made sense. I didn't confuse you, but that's that's kind of to help guide you in what, what's coming up. Hmm. Victoria, did you you got a yeah. reading um, a few months ago, and you had called back, and I believe you had said that it didn't make sense to you at the time, but then, like a month later, it all made sense, right? Yeah, there was something Rebecca mentioned, sort of like um, a scene that she's seen, and um, I kind of felt that moment, and kind of clicked that moment that, oh, wait, didn't Rebecca say something mm-hmm. like this was going to happen? Mm-hmm. I kind of pieced it together. Mm-hmm. Today, um, I'm not sure where to go with this <laughs> information. I'm, I'm kind, of, kind of lost, I guess, and nervous now. <laughs> Don't be nervous. Okay. It's, it's kind I'll of try. like a guide <laughs> to say, so when you're standing there and you're going to go, oh, my gosh, what do I do? Do I turn this down because I may lose something that I really am committed to? No, because those what is meant to stay with you is going to. So okay. Well, thank you yeah. so much, Victoria. That was definitely, yes. keep my my eyes open. Thank you for the phone call, Rebecca. Did you nice. say uh, during that discussion that people that are meant to stay in your life will find a way to do that? Yes. Yep. Was that a message specifically for Victoria, or do you does that something that you believe is true for everybody? Um, well, I would think that's true for everyone, but it's right now, this specific situation, it's true for her. And so it's not like it's something that, um, we always focus on, but that will be a part of her decision-making when it comes to, do I stick with what I'm committed to, or do I do what is opportunistic for me? And so that is part of the message to let her know to don't make that a deciding factor not to do something because this this situation will find its way to follow through with what you're doing. Wow. All right. I'm sorry. What? I have three lights just flew past my head one oh, wow. after another. And that I, I was watching them out of the corner of my eye and it just came very close to my head just now. That's one of the things that happens when we have Rebecca on the program as well. All right, let's uh, continue with our phone callers. Uh, this is Sharon. Sharon is also in New York. Hi, Sharon. Welcome to the program. Hi. How, how is everybody? Good. Welcome to the show. Yes, thank you. Hi, Hi Rebecca. Hi, Sharon. So, Sharon, the um, what's coming through for you right now is actually, I think, more of a message for, I think this would be a spouse that... Um, not so much for you, but you're kind of the connector to this individual that they are, um, it looks like there's a job change or a question of job change around this individual. And see, your energy is kind of like you go where you're needed. So you don't have this issue of um, being transplanted, you find a way and you are more fluid like water where you can be picked up and moved where, and and you'll fit into whatever situation you'll make, you'll make everything work. And the, the difference here that I would think balances you out with this individual, if it's either spouse or they don't differentiate between marriage and boyfriend to girlfriends, it's that it's a relationship. And, so what balances you out is this would be something that he would find to be like personal. Like he's going to be taking something personal as far as having to change. And 
so you are going to have to be very, I think the best way to put it is positive and not in a joking way. I don't know if he's going to have the ability to joke about things and matters coming up. And so I think that the normal banter that would happen between the two of you that's just a natural dynamic is not going to work in this situation because he's going to be taking something as a personal failure. It also looks like his father is around him. And so this is like um, be, he's being shoved in a direction. His This father figure is pushing him saying, no sitting down right now. You have to keep walk. You have to keep going. This is not the end of this situation. This is, this is the beginning of this situation. So what this what he sees is there like a Ken or a Kevin or something because it's I keep hearing a, a K sound, but he um, he's saying what you think is a failure or an ending is actually what the beginning is of this new situation. He's like shoving him forward, saying no funk. You can't get into a funk. No, no down, no beating self up. And so you're going to be like a, um, like an earth angel around him. Oh my gosh. Did it again. Like an earth angel around him, helping him through this. Okay. The night always goes really, really quickly when we have Rebecca on. Eh, well, because we, we barely talk. We just sit here. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> so, true. I think that's probably it. <laughs> I think you're right. I think that is what's going on here. Anyway, let's go to uh, Julianne, who's also in Washington. Hi, Julianne. Welcome to the program. You're on with Rebecca. Hey, uh, Rebecca, yes. uh, when I bought your book, I oh. think this rings a bell. Uh, yes, uh, you wrote, when you are unsure, just look to the right and see your garden full of flowers. This is where uh-huh. you will pull your strength from. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you remember that, that uh, where the strength comes from? I'm sorry. And that, uh, uh, do you remember uh, talking to me uh, about about that? I know you read lots of people. Yeah, um, yes, Julian, no, where I did remember. you? Where were you that you bought the book? I I ordered it off from her site. It's wonderful. I'm going to get a few more and give them as gifts. Oh, terrific. Terrific. Thank you. We want, we want Rebecca to be able to get your reading in here. We only have a couple minutes for the break. Okay. So go ahead. Go ahead, Rebecca. So, Julie, um, what the first thing that I saw for you is that you are, uh, it's one, two, three, like four logs wide, you're on a raft. And so you're out in the water. And so it's not wavy. It's sunny. You actually look like you're kind of laying back and um, relaxing. It's, it's a more of like a contemplative state. And you are anchored, so you're not floating free, freely. You have your right fingers, well, your right arm is down, but your right fingers are kind of just dangling in the water, not so much in the water wholly, but touching it. So what this represents is that you are in a position right now where you may not be feeling completely grounded or feeling completely secure because you're out on the water. However, you're on a boat, which keeps, or a raft, and it keeps you from getting in the water, from completely feeling um, engulfed in problems. And 
it's anchored. The anchor always represents God or spirit, and it represents him basically saying, I've got you. So you can be out here afloat. You can be trying to figure things out, and you may be feeling lost at the moment, but I have you securely stationed right here. You're not going into any deeper water. Uh, when you're ready to get on the beach, we'll, we'll go to the beach. And then you've got your fingers a little bit in the water. So it's your right hand, the right hand being your emotions, your spontaneity, your risk side. Um, and the fact that you're testing the water with those fingers represents the fact that those may be right on the fringe of just feeling um, overly emotional or maybe not understanding, like, why am I being so emotional or crying or weepy or, you know, what is the deal going on? And so it's a time right now for you of realization. And so realization, meaning you want to really focus on anything that you're feeling and experiencing, being that it's your right hand that's in the water. And you want to pull those things out and say, okay, this, this pain or this anxiety, this right here, this is Joe's and this is what Joe did, or this is what happened with Joe. And then you want to kind of watch it go up in flames and then watch the ash settle and then blow it all away. It's kind of a ritual that you can actually do to help manifest release. And I think once you're able to let go of things that are not yours, that you did not put your signature on, that you can't not accept responsibility for, once you do that, I think you need to get back on your beach and really go wander around like you haven't been there before. Like for the first time, look at everything again, like with new eyes and see what you can discover with what you have already going on in your life. You don't have to seek it out. It's already there. Tuesday night, we're going to be talking all about Oak Island, Jay. Yeah, with Randall Sullivan, the writer of The Legendary Treasure on Oak Island. We're going to be talking about, well, just the 200-year search that's been going on there, the rumored reward, what's possibly at the bottom of the money pit, and well, just, you know, this thing swallowed millions of dollars, and is the fine going to actually be worth it so if, and I, and if I, there is anything to find. yeah and i know randall has also uh interviewed the lagina brothers who are the uh, brothers that are the ones uh behind the search and the television show the curse of oak islands on the history channel currently um and i know they're tough guys to interview i know we've actually tried to get him on the program here and they're just not available for interviews so the fact he's talked to him should be pretty cool yeah, so we're looking forward to that show. But tonight, we are hanging out with our good friend, Rebecca Foster, and she's doing readings, and uh, the number is 844-687-7669. Yeah, and, and should I ask you what all that motion was that you were trying to show me there, Rebecca? Did something happen to your face? What's going on with that? No, I, w I had an itch, and I itched my face. <laughs> but, you know, you can you can itch a scratch. You can, what is it? You could scratch an itch, but you can't itch a scratch. And I forgot the puppy had, like, scratched me down my face. Uh. So I was like, yowch! And it, eh. You know, yeah, I thought you were going to tell me because you had seen those lights going by no. your head that, that one of those lights actually cool. scratched you, which is kind of, that would have been kind of interesting. That your story was kind of boring, but the other one would have been. <laughs> I mean, your, your story last night with a spider coming down in front of your face was more and more interesting, Jim. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's go to our phone lines. By the way, if you're on hold, be patient. We're trying to get to all the calls. This is Chris in New York. Hey, Chris, welcome to the program. Happy New Year, everyone. Hey, welcome uh, to the show. Rebecca, I, thank you. I, Rebecca, I was curious about what my outlook is for 2019. Well, Chris, I can tell you the first thing that they're showing is you are turned around and you have this rope around your waist. And it's, it's, a, it's a hefty rope. It's a big rope. 
and you are it's tied and you're pulling um i don't know what exactly you're pulling because it seems like it's almost out of my perspective but you are leaned back and pulling on this rope so uh, from my stance, you're on your beach. I can see you're kind of digging down into the sand. It's le- it's like uh, leaving a, a trail, the, the weight of the pressure that you're putting. So, and it's dark. I can't see out onto the water. And um, what's interesting is that you're talking to yourself as you're doing this. And you are saying... No, you're arguing with it going, no, I have, to, I have to get this done. I have to do this. Almost as if something is trying to talk you out of something. So my advice to you, I mean, I always tell people this, but for this particular situation, especially the beginning of 2019, especially the beginning of a new year, that if you, you want to make sure you're only paying attention to and listening to um, – Anything positive, anything good. Don't listen to anything that you know counters what you know you are supposed to do or that you're passionate about. Uh, Make sure that if you're feeling the need to complete something, even though you're hearing, oh, forget it, don't worry about it, don't listen to that. Make sure you're listening to what is what you're compelled to do that's positive, that lifts you up, only if it's good. And I, I will... You know, I'm looking at this thinking, you're 2019. See, you're a person who is very giving. And I think that you really need to spend this time right now discovering and finding out really who you are. So that when you enter into the new things for 2019, you're not going to be disappointed. And and I think part of the disappointment for you is that you constantly give 110% of yourself and you're not getting that reciprocated from the people around you. So I'm looking going, you really don't have close friends and people that you trust around you that you can share things with. And that's part of the best parts of relationships where you can laugh and people know your dirty little secrets. And it just makes that the intimacy so special between friends and family and loved ones. And so what they're saying for you is this heavy thing, this burden that you're carrying, um, it really comes down to um, you finding yourself so that when you meet people and you come into contact with new situations and individuals, that you are actually walking your own path and you are not... Because it's your nature to just generously give of yourself. I don't think you ask much ever in return. And to some people, this is they're not ready for that. They just can't handle that. And so what you need to figure out is how do you become 100% so that you don't take those people and try to carry them or pick them up off of their own path? Because some would take that as just they can't handle that, that closeness. So by solving the problems, removing this thing that you are burdened to carry, let it go and just figure out exactly who you are and who you want to be and manifest those things and see those as your goal. Don't look at anything in the past. Nothing in the past matters at this point. It all matters about how you view the future and um, just, I think loving yourself first, not anybody else, but yourself first, that will make 
your 2019 awesome. Chris, thank you so much for the phone call. We're going to have to kind of move through these a little quickly uh, so that we can get everybody in who's been waiting on hold tonight. This is uh, Betty, who's in Buffalo. Hi, Betty. Welcome to the program. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, Betty. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, Betty. Um, Hi, Rebecca. Hi. You have a bit of um, caregiver going on. You're standing on your beach, and you've got one, two, three, four, five. The fifth one is leaving. So you've got all of these boats lined up, and they're not just little boats. They're like little makeshift pirate ships, and they're all anchored to your beach, and you have like a little clipboard, and people are coming off of the water and onto your beach, and you're like, okay, you're in one, and you're sending these people off in these little boats. What this... And okay, what this tells me is that you're some kind of healthcare or or caregiver of some form. So either you're in nursing or you are in a position where people are, regardless of what you're doing, that people are coming to you for help, advice, guidance, and um, I want to say support. And above all things, I mean, you could be just sitting, um, checking people into a, a tire store and you'll start to strike up conversations with people and they'll just start talking to you. So what is happening is these people are coming in who are drowning, who are suffering and they're getting onto your beach and you are putting them into a vessel that is going to allow them some hope to get out on the water and and see what they're capable of. And so you have this, um, this natural innate part of who you are to counsel and to lift up and give hope, almost to ministering to people. And so it, regardless, if you're asking yourself, what am I doing? Like, what is the, what is the purpose of my life? What is, what's going, you know, part of it is the fact that regardless of what you do as a paid career in life, um, much of your purpose in this life is ministering to and taking care of other people, helping to give them hope, turn them around, and I want to say save them in a way, too. I think there's more people that you've saved than you realize. And you're stern, too, because you're like, you have to bring that back. You cannot have that boat. That's mine. I'm letting you borrow it. Bring it back. And so you're not an enabler, either. You are someone who is stern with people, and you don't sugarcoat things. So if you've been asking yourself, what, do I, what am I supposed to do? What am I doing? Um, this is part of it, is part of your mission here. Uh, is giving up. Oh my God, my cat just gave me a heart attack. See him out of the corner of my eye coming running at me. I just almost died. But so that's part of your purpose. Um, I think I think you're supposed to know that. And you've got support too. Somebody, I don't want to go on to another reading, um, but you've got a gentleman with a what looks like a bunch of uh, daisies of some kind or a yellow, black centered, yellow petaled flower coming up behind you with a... a whole bouquet so it's a tall gentleman with these flowers black center yellow petals wow i had daisies in my wedding oh wow daisies very cool yeah, i don't know if they're daisies like 48 I'm really years good. ago wow 48 years ago. my dad yeah uh, well, Betty, thank you so much for the phone call. Sorry, but we're going to run out of time, so we just have to move on. Um, again, if you want more from Rebecca, you can go to RebeccaFoster.co and contact her privately or do it on the Facebook page. Here is Jennifer in Kansas City. Hi, Jennifer. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Hi Rebecca. Hi, Jennifer. So 
Wow, you have so much going on. Um, the, you are standing, I, I just have to quickly summarize this. You're standing in a clearing and forest all around you, you're by yourself. I think this is hugely symbolic of what is happening in your life or what has happened to where you are either feeling alone or you are in a situation where you're looking around going, okay, where am I and where are the people, like, who am I going to rely? There's no, there's no one there. It's like, there's this solitary thing going on. And then in front from, I'm standing behind you and in front of you, there is a, uh, off to about one o'clock, there's a pathway through this forest. So let me let me just explain this. A forest represents a godly squish. So basically you are put through and you've probably been going through it and now you've got a break. And there's a young, young man around you, I think that's coming through that is passed over. He wants me to talk about a vehicle or a car breaking down too. So I'm thinking maybe you have car problems right now or there's a car issue, but he, he's talking about um, a car a car not starting or breaking down, having to have some work on it. Um, so back to what I was saying, um, the forest represents a time where basically God is going to take you and you are going to be squished. It's a pressure. It's a spiritual pressure to transition and change who you are walking into who you are going to be when you come out. And it's the time when you really do end up on your knees going, I, I can't do this anymore without you. And it's a, it's a time of letting go of your own free will of your own ego. And it's when he says, okay, and he picks you up and he goes, now I can mold you into who I need you to be. And, it, it really feels like you're going to have some tough love around you as if you're going to have to be firm and really strong with people around you and family and not let them see that it's just as hard on you to have to be a certain way um, where tough love is concerned. And, and so it's a time where you're going to have to be strong and not, you know, cheers of a clown. So smiles and strong face. And then when nobody's looking, then you can go have a cry in the corner. But it's a time where you're going to have to put on a facade almost so that you can get a good point across and also to help people where you wouldn't if you were highly emotional. So, gosh, you got so much going on. So much going on. Jennifer, thank you for the phone call. Let's jump to Faith in Buffalo. Hey, Faith, welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, welcome to the show. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Faith. Hi. You, um... You have such a, a mellow energy. It's it's a homebody kind of an energy. It's um it's a questioning energy. And I'm I'm basically picking you up and moving you around the beached area like almost as if you've lost the person that you always would talk to or share with or call. And so now who do you share and call and talk to? It's, um, I'm, I'm dropping you in different places and there's almost a bit of that disconnect from things. So you, you may even be feeling a little down or depressed and it's, it is the perfect time of year for that anyway. But it's just a disengaged 
where you're not getting excited about the water or opportunity. You're not excited about what's in front of you. You're kind of just like Eeyore, like ho-hum, just that's how it looks. And so what you're, what they're basically trying to tell me to tell you is that you need to recognize why and sometimes that's very hard because we don't know exactly what has created a certain moment or a behavior, but acknowledging how you feel verbally to self is one way to figure out what exactly is going on. And it, it's, I can, I'm looking going, this is not, you're, you look more introverted or shy in the first place. So you're not someone to walk in and go, hey, I'm here. You're not, that's not going to happen. You've never been that type of person. So it is, it's not that you need people around you. It is definitely though a time for your self-recognition. It's a time for you to realize, okay, this is how I'm feeling. And, uh, and it, uh, even if it's not happy, if it's not, if, it, if it's sad or down or depressed, you need to acknowledge that to yourself and um, maybe try to figure out why so that you can just, I don't know, it's just so mellow. Everything is mellow. Like there's no interest. So that says that there could be just a cutoff or a disengagement. I mean, does that make sense yep. to you right now? Yes. Yes. Faith, thank you so much for the phone call, and I'm sorry to cut this short. And listen, if, if you've been on hold uh, and you, we weren't able to get you on, stay on hold. After the program, we're going to take some information from you so that you can contact Rebecca. Rebecca will contact you individually and have uh, a reading for you because we're just out of time, Rebecca. Yeah, no, that sounds like a deal. Last time we did this, actually, I went and got on and I drew some, I had, I think, Lalanya, I think, drew some names from those people, and I did a bunch of readings for them. Well, I know, we, I know we still have a couple of people that have been waiting very, very patiently, so we'll make sure they get a reading. So, again, if you're on hold right yep. now, stay on hold. Slick Eddie or uh, Alex will pick up the phone and get some information from you. Yeah, thanks Perfect. so much for coming and hanging out with us, Rebecca. It's been just a wonderful time like usual, and uh, you know, we, you know, we'll definitely be having you on again next month. Yes, thanks a lot, Jason. Thanks, JV. I really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. It's always a blast. You got yeah, it. a great night. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. And again, if you're on hold, stay on hold, and let's let Slick Eddie get your information so uh, we can connect you with Rebecca. Please support the program. Go to patreon.com slash Joha. That's J-O-H-A-W. Well, like last night, we had um, Joshua Warren on, yeah. and he was just like, confusing us i mean like making our brains yeah, my brain work hurt after over that. yeah over time thing is my brain hasn't had to work for the last two hours yeah see that's something that makes you sleep so it's just like why am i here i can be in bed <laughs> so <laughs> but, so uh, again tomorrow night remember uh, every friday is a best of beyond reality radio and then next week we've got some great guests monday we've got mark albert coming on uh tuesday we got randall sullivan writer the legendary treasure on oak island and you might now, have you, you, yeah you just said you've seen him yeah. he's actually been on the program yeah uh, he has. he's been he's been on yeah. uh, the show that'd be cool and uh he's the guy who's writing a book on the place and well ta-da i mean he's going to be on ta-da. next week and we're going to be talking about it ta-da. so <laughs> ta-da <laughs> so <laughs> but anyway so uh, make sure you tune in we got a bunch of great shows coming up but that's going to pretty much do it for us tonight uh, again head over to facebook Facebook.com slash Beyond Reality Radio. Like that Facebook page for us. Then head to BeyondRealityRadio.com. Find all our stations, grab the apps, and much, much more. But have a great night, everybody. We'll catch you all soon.
Beyond Reality Paranormal is hosted by J.V. Johnson and produced by Orion Palmer and Slick Eddie Edwards. Like us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please consider supporting the program either through your podcast platform, click on the link in the description, or on Patreon at Joha Productions. If you'd like to be a guest on Beyond Reality Paranormal or you have a recommendation for a guest, contact our producer, Slick Eddie Edwards. Eddie is spelled with a Y at slickeddieedwards at gmail.com.